Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Champagne Wives podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. Hey, Kel. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm okay. Same. <laughs> By the grace let's of God. Be let's be real honest. <laughs> let's just be real and let's just be honest. It's uh, Today is Monday mm-hmm. and it's right after the time change. Mm-hmm. So it's spring forward. So we lost an hour. I'm big mad. So <laughs> I have been off. All day. Yeah. And I don't know why this always happens to me. And most of all, I don't know why I don't prepare for it because (laughs) I know that this is going to happen every Every year, year. every year. Mm -hmm. And um, I never prepare for it. It always catches me off guard. Yeah. Um, I resent this time of year every single (laughs) year. Um, I want my hour back. Yes. I love fallback. I feel like... I'm never, I'm not as late as I normally am yeah. when I have fallback, but. I appreciate the extra hour in the evening. I yeah. appreciate it, the more daylight, more sunlight. But it yeah. just takes me a while mm-hmm. every year to get used to this change. Yeah. I don't know why, it just, it completely throws me off. Same, same. And then like today was, like this was, was a busy weekend, but then like today was just, whew. it's one thing to have like the Sunday of spring forward, but then that Monday, it's almost like it hits you even worse because yeah. it's like, okay, you got to wake up earlier for the workout. You got to get the kids out of the house a little earlier. So it's like ugh, frustrating. Anyway, yeah. we're here. Um I, I'm just, I'm going to tell you, I'm out of sorts today. It's just, no, no, I'm no, out of sorts. No, I'm really out of sorts. I, I love just, the honesty here. Yeah, today, I, I today's just a day. Like, she it's texted and was like, do we want to reschedule? The only word I could muster up was no. No, not even a period, just in <laughs> and an O. Like, that was it. I said, okay, well, I guess I, I need to go get myself together. Yeah, this is, um, but, you know, we always talk about push through and we always talk about uh, making sure that we show up for each other and, um trying to do that here yeah. today yeah um so anything interesting happened over the weekend um let's see nothing interesting i did go to just circle back to last week's episode mm-hmm. about uh michael b jordan yeah. and the what's popping that we mm-hmm. talked about so mm-hmm. i did go see creed this oh, okay. weekend How was on it? sunday and it was good was it? yeah okay. i don't think i've ever seen one of the other movies. I think this was my first time seeing. <laughs> so you started with three? I started with three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I read somewhere online that, like, you can start with three. Okay. So somebody said, like, even if you haven't, hadn't seen, like, the first mm-hmm. or the second, like, you could catch up or be caught up with three. Okay. A lot of, some something didn't make sense. Like, I didn't know if Creed, if he was just only Creed's son and not Felicia Rashad's son, and was he like his he had he was born out of wedlock, he was a group home. I don't know. Like I gotta catch up to but can we get this out because it came out in the episode in this in this movie actually that like I don't think the mom who played his mom was actually his mom. Mm. Cause he was in a group home and then mm. I guess the dad found out that he had a child and then moved him in with, like, his wife and their family. Oh, do not ruin it I don't for know. everybody. I'm not going to ruin it for people. But I, so that was that was something that you have I have to fill the gap on. Okay. Right? But other than that, like, the storyline was really mm-hmm. great. The acting was great. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a really good movie. Good. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, nothing. Mm. <clears throat> My kids are out of town. Um, so you enjoying a nice little break. I had a nice little break. Mm-hmm. Um went to the museum. That was fun. And just like got like woke up on Sunday and got my whole house in order, like put laundry away, just like indulged. Oh, you were in, just living your best life. Well, 
even though my house got cleaned on Friday, it still felt like a war zone because it's just like there were things that I know that like needed to get done. Like I needed to season me. I needed to like do stuff for my household. Yeah. Yeah. So um, took Sunday morning and did that. And then, um, yeah, just they come back tomorrow and it'll be great. So it's Women's History Month. It is. Have you done anything to acknowledge that, celebrate it? I think that our episodes, our last two episodes, have been very on time. Mm -hmm. And that was not planned, I will say. But I just feel like Mm -hmm. the last two things that we talked about, last two topics that we talked about, was just right on par for um, Women's History Month. Yeah. I personally haven't done anything. Okay. Um, But next week, somehow, some way. You know, we don't talk about our jobs a lot, but I was asked to participate in a panel um, for my for my company. So I'm flying into our corporate headquarters to speak on this panel about authentic leadership. Oh, Lord. I'm like, can we somebody, record, child? Is somebody watching the podcast? Right. Because, like, how do they know about authenticity and me and all this stuff? So, And to ask you to be to on the panel. To ask me of all the people in this big old company. Um, so... We'll be taking some time um, next week to go and do that. And that's probably the extent to which I'm going to celebrate. I need to do something with my daughter, though. Like, we need to do something. Yeah. So I'll find something locally to do with her. Like, maybe we'll go and, like, go to the Children's Museum and see what they have going on, like, for Women's History Month. How about you? That's a good idea, actually. We did, like, a—we've been having presentations at the the workplace, Mm y'all. Remember I told y'all, like, my workplace is— Super sensitive mm-hmm. when it comes to DE&I. And so we have been talking about Women's History Month since March 1st. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there have been presentations, poem presentations, mm-hmm. which I love because I love learning about, you know, the trailblazing women mm-hmm. who changed the course of history. And yeah. so um, from a work perspective, got my fill. Mm-hmm. But in the personal space, I have not done anything personally to celebrate. <laughs> but I do like the idea of taking yeah. my daughter somewhere and like just maybe doing something mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, so I think that'd we'll be see. good. So speaking of women, mm-hmm. um, yes, it's Women's History Month. And part of the reason why I just feel like I'm three sheets to the wind today is just because a bitch is tired. Mm. I mean, <laughs> just, just tired. And today's episode is really about asking yourselves the question, sis, are you lazy or are you just burnt out? Yeah. Because I think as women, we want to take on everything. We want to do as much as we can to make sure that our children, our partners, whoever it is, right, are taken care of. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do that. We would probably over-index and do that, yeah. and we leave nothing left for ourselves, and we're exhausted, we're irritable, we're restless, we're not getting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're not eating as much or yeah. eating as I was well. about to say we're hungry. Right, or <laughs> we're really hungry <laughs> and driving through the McDonald's right. drive-thru. To get some fries, <sighs> Lord. Um, but the, I thought it would be good for us to just chit and chat about, you know, are, is, are we burnt out? Are we lazy? What is it? Or is it a combination of both? What's going on? Because I know I've been, I know for the last, I'll tell you, full transparency since Carry the One 2020, latter part of 2020, coming out of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Not even. I'd say the beginning of 2020. I've just like, we've talked about this rut that I've been in. 
Mm. And I've just been in a deep, deep rut. And we've been running, child, though. We've been running. We've been running. Even though the pandemic was supposed to sit our black asses down. We ran ran and the way we would text each other and be like, hey, what are you doing? Come on over. Pool's open. Bring the kids. Let's go outside. Let's go outside. Let's go catch this dinner. Like, what are we doing? We've been running. Catching COVID, (laughs) catching flights. Fuck. So, like taking, taking tests, taking COVID right. tests, right? After test, after test, test. on test. <laughs> See, I like crazy. how you say in the ponds. Come you on, know what? welcome to the island. Me. I got you. So, you know, I it, it begs the question, right? Like, are we just <laughs> tired from all of that activity? Even though we were supposed to just sit our black asses down, yeah, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. That almost drove me crazy. What? To just be sitting down like that in COVID. Oh, like, yeah, I thought it was, wired. like, just a dream come so, true, child. But <laughs> that was crazy. Like, that almost drove me insane. Yeah. So. Um, same. And and I'll tell you, I thought during the pandemic, um, I thought during the pandemic it was going to be an opportunity for me to, and to a great extent it was, to, like, refocus, uh, recenter um, around my thoughts around family, mm-hmm. um, spend more time with family, connect a lot more to my inner circle, you know, the folks in my village. That yeah. was the time in which like you and I spent a lot of time mm-hmm. together and became, you. you became very incorporated into my life and my village. Um, but I was, I felt like I almost lost my effing mind. Yeah. In uh, 2020. After we did all after we did after we did all that, right? Yeah. So we did the work, we recentered ourselves, mm-hmm. we found out what was important, mm-hmm. took inventory, yeah. you know, did all the things that we were supposed to do. Yeah. You know, some people started businesses, mm-hmm. got certificates, yeah. you know, all of that. All of that happened. But it, after that's done, then it was time. It was time. It was time. And I remember in July, we'd been holed up. Since March. Mm-hmm. In July, I remember just sitting out in my backyard. And I said, I'm going to go get some tattoos. Bitch came back the next day with seven tattoos on her body. Child. Oh, you, those are new? One sitting. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, this boom, was after boom. COVID? This was in the midst of COVID. I got in these the things mi- with a mask on. <laughs> Why is it not known? Seven this? tattoos. I have learned something new today, girl. I thought that seven you had tattoos, been having those. One sitting. No, I went oh. into the pandemic with... Four tattoos. I oh. came out of the pandemic with eleven total. That's hilarious. So, like, I just like I know I was cuckoo for cocoa puffs mm-hmm. during the pandemic, and then, um, like you said, took inventory, but thought that going outside yeah. in twenty twenty one after you know things had calmed down, and if you're into vaccines, great. If you're not, great. But I got the I got vaccinated. Yeah, um, me too. And boosted. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, you know, I thought, okay, coming out, like, I'm back outside resuming some sense of normalcy. Mm-hmm. I'll be good. I wasn't. Yeah. I was still exhausted. Um, I was still mentally drained. Um, I had gotten a trainer, so mm-hmm. I was working out. Mm-hmm. I was feeling good in those moments, but I yeah. was still feeling like shit, like, yeah. inside. Yeah. Um, wasn't feeling like I was showing up for my kids in the best way. Mm-hmm. And I had to take stock and take inventory. I was like, like what's what's going on what's here? Going on, yeah. Am I like am I depressed? And the short answer was yes. Mm-hmm. So I got into therapy. <laughs> I got into therapy, and um, that was a great experience. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. But I realized like I wasn't paired with the right therapist. Mm. That happens. But in the ther- therapeutic session, she was like, 
it's not that you're lazy. Mm -hmm. It's not that you don't have the energy because you physically have the energy to wake up, go to work, mm -hmm. make sure your kids are taken care of, work out. Mm -hmm. But you're probably burnt out. Yeah. So I was like, let's talk about what is bur what is burnt out looking yeah. look like. So I don't know. Did you have a similar experience? Um, I still struggle with that to this day, <laughs> child. Like that, is, like this is an ongoing like mm -hmm. discovery for me because, mm -hmm. um, I do a lot. I know I do a lot. Yeah, I I do. But sometimes I feel really guilty when I take those moments to just relax mm. and be by myself. And just yeah. calm my brain down. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. I feel guilty at times when I do th take those moments for myself. Um, but I read an article. And so it's interesting that we're talking about this today because I read an article that said millennials have more chronic illness mm -hmm. than their parents. Hmm. And that was like alarming to me. So chronic illness in the sense of like back pain, neck back pain, pain neck pain, like you, you name it, physical, okay. it mm -hmm. could be mental, mm -hmm. right? Going to therapy more, yeah. um, more depression and anxiety, mm -hmm. um, more chronic illness, again, back, yeah. arthritis, whatever the case may be, cancers, whatever the case may right. be, millennials are suffering from chronic illness more than our parents did mm -hmm. and the generations before them. And that is that I think that is so in line with this conversation mm -hmm. because we're doing a lot. Mm -hmm. And even though we're doing a lot, I think the resources that we have, the products that we use, the food that we eat, <laughs> is essentially killing us. It is killing it's us. It's killing us. And <sighs> if you are not conscientious about, you know, how you take care of yourself, mm -hmm. the things that you ingest in your body, the things that you consume on TV or online, right. I think that does take a toll on your body, Thousand body, percent. mind, and soul. Thousand percent. Right? And so, but I also think as a generation, we're more, more vocal about it. Mm -hmm. We talk about mental health. We talk about, um, you know, the things that are about bothering us, our feelings. Yeah. We go to the doctors, mm -hmm. right? We are hyper aware of not only our physical, but our mental well-being, yeah. right? But I do think that this is the generation where things started to come at us a lot faster. Yeah. You know, and I just can't even imagine what the next generation. I mean, I we can know. already see it with Gen, what is this, Gen I don't know, child, are we in Gen A? Did uh, we start the album? Is Gen X? I don't know. Like, this next no, generation Gen after X. us, girl. I'm old. I'm Gen X. Are you really? I I'm Gen X. I'm on the tail end of Gen oh, X. Almost are you Gen, Gen X? Y. Yeah, I'm like the last year Gen X. Okay, yeah. so you're like a millennial cusp. So well, there's, there's Gen, Gen Y after Gen, there's after Gen, Gen, Gen X, Y, Z, Millennial. Yeah. But then after Millennial, is it's not Gen Z? I think Gen Z is after Millennial. I don't know. I digress. I don't know this. I'm, I don't I'm know two this. glasses in Gen Right. I'm going to quote like, nothing. All these sips. Okay. But so there is a, there is a difference, mm -hmm. right, when you have so much coming at you. And I think now... You know, our generation, we want to be all things. Yeah. It's the work hard, play hard. You can be all things. You yeah. can achieve all things, right? Yeah. You can be multifaceted. You don't have to just be a wife or a mom. You can be an entrepreneur, That's but you can also have a, a nine-to-five job. Mm -hmm. And you can do all the things while still maintaining your body, maintaining your skin, maintaining your hair, and going to all the other appointments, mm -hmm. maintaining your mental health. So we are doing a lot. A lot. 
we're doing a lot right now. It's a lot. It's a lot. And so I say all that to say is to say that we are burnt out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we're burnt out. You know, and it's so funny that you say that because I remember um, in the beginning of the pandemic, the freedom that I felt to just like I went and put in some curly twists, right? Because I didn't, I didn't know what was coming. I, I went on a little vacation before the pandemic and so they the shut the world the down. Beast. Yes, I went to Southeast Asia. Um, the question was, are a we going to go or are we not going to go? And I said, we're going to go. I mean, it's a once in a lifetime trip. We went to Thailand, Phuket. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we got to go. We're, we'll wear masks and we'll do what we got to do. Um, but yeah, went to the belly of the beast, put in these two strand twists, but then came back and was like the whole country was shut down. The whole world was shut down. Mm-hmm. But the amount of freedom that I had, my lashes just started to fall off. Not not my real ones, but I know. The, the extensions I know. started to fall off. Your my friend. nails grew out. Then we yeah 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 popped them all off. Hair was growing out beyond belief, yeah. but felt so free to not be. This is my word, but like enslaved to myself, what I called self-care, self-care regimen, right? right? Um, and I just kind of let all that go. Yeah. And it felt good because I wasn't, like, I wasn't, I should have been working out, but I tr- yeah. I wasn't working out, but I just felt like I could be. Yeah. Um, and. And did you realize how exhausting. Yes. Even the self, self-care self yes. routine is. Yes. Because let's run it down. We have hair. We have lashes. We had nails at the time. We we work out. We have what else? Therapy sessions. <laughs> the list goes well, the on. The list and goes on. on. We have massages. Yes, and facials. facials. And that that's all great, but it's exhausting. <laughs> I, you know what? I've always said getting my nails done. That's why my nails look like this, y'all. Is the most <laughs> stressful thing. I told ever. You. What, what do I tell you every week? I know you're on these press ons. I, like, I know press-offs. you're on these press ons, but that is so stressful to have yeah. to sit. Mm-hmm. In that chair mm-hmm. and have someone do your nails yeah. for like two hours. Mm. It's it's a lot. And that's when I had like the acrylic right. and the whole, you know what I mean? I, I just, I, I needed to reclaim my time. It's a lot. And decided to go natural <laughs> on these nails. Because <laughs> it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. But I also think about me as a mom pivoting um, and how burnt out Nicole is a terrible mom. She's short. All she's trying to do is get these kids to do homework, tutoring, go bed. to go to soccer practice, be fed, take a shower, go to bed. Yeah. Right? And burnt out, the burnt out version of me is not the a version that wants to spend all of this time with her kids. Yeah. And you don't have the mental capacity. I right. The energy. I don't have the I didn't have the energy and yeah. I was feeling like beyond guilty about not having the energy for that. It's not that I didn't want to. It's just that, like, I was pouring from an empty cup and yeah. tapping into reserves that just didn't exist. Yeah. Um, and I had to take stock and take inventory personally um, to just make, to see, like, what's important and, like, what's at the root of all of this. Yeah. And, you know, have had to make some some challenging decisions to try and make sure that at the end of the day, like— I was put on the search to do a couple of things. Mm -hmm. Be a mom to my kids is at the top of that list. Yeah. And so I had to take stock and take inventory to make sure that, like, I was showing up for my kids in the way that, like, my mom showed up for me in a more evolved way, though, Mm -hmm. right? Um, In a more present way um, so that 
they're prepared to go into whatever version of society exists yeah. when they turn 13, 14, 15 yeah. adults, you know, so that they can be contributing members to society. Yeah. I think that is the most important. And I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you not at all. No, no, no. That. I don't. I, okay. I was done. Okay. Thank God. Okay. Thank God. You I saved you. I'm a lifeline, child. Here you go. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Throw you a life vest. But I think that is the most important mm-hmm. thing. And on the second most important thing is that my daughter has a positive role model. And I want her to be able to see all the things that mm-hmm. I am doing and admire that and mm-hmm. aspire to. She doesn't have to do the exact same things as me. Yeah. But I want her to be proud. Yeah. Of the things that I'm doing and the things that I've done. And so she will be. to your point, thank you. I hope that's the prayer, she child. Like, and that's the prayer. <laughs> so, no, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm just burnt out and I just, after a certain time at night, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me. Shop's closed. Shop is closed. Mm-hmm. I have nothing for nobody. Like, <laughs> I don't have nothing for, at a certain time at night. But right. that's why I'm very intentional about the quality of time that I do spend with my children yeah. when I do have an nth of energy, energy. child because, yeah. you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard doing all the things. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, but I think for me and I think for us both mm-hmm. is just how do we show up as the best version, version of ourselves for yeah. our children, mm-hmm. um, which is the most important thing yeah, for us. For sure. And to the moms out there, right? Like we say this all the time in these chairs, give yourself grace. Okay. Give yourself a lot of grace because I remember being in my 30s. I pushed out two kids in the span of like three years and it took my mind, body and soul about five years to recover from the three years worth of pregnancy that I experienced. I only had two kids, but it took some time. Yeah, It took some time for me to recoup the energy that I had lost from making humans Um it took time for me to recoup the energy that I lost from those sleepless nights and waking up and feeding these kids. And, you know, like you never sleep the same once yeah. you have kids, once you have right? Kids. Like you're always sleeping with one eye open, listening for something. Like you will never have the best sleep of your mm-hmm. life ever again like you've had it. Um, and I just had to remind myself that like you, you, you made two fucking humans, like amazing humans at that, like – and your body has to recover. Your body has to rebalance itself. And it probably, I said five, it was probably a good like five, six years yeah. to get back to where I was mentally. And then, you know, we got to a place of of the pandy. And then that just completely flipped me on my head. Yeah. Completely flipped me on my head. But give yourself grace mm-hmm. because um, to be a mom, to be a wife, to be... Uh, an associate, a leader, an entrepreneur, like all of that takes energy and you're never going to give a hundred percent in every single one of those roles. Mm -hmm. But like, you got to give yourself grace yeah, and know that like, as long as you're showing up, it's a win. A win is a win. Yeah, exactly. A win is a a freaking win. And I should have looked up the definition of lazy because right now I'm I, my mind is jogging trying to like I don't balance the skills of this conversation because yeah. I do feel like 
Some people are just not, you know, some people are just they a are. child. Like, yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a real topic to discuss as mm-hmm. well. But I think sometimes laziness can come from depression. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I am very careful about, like, labeling, calling people mm-hmm. names because I understand that, you know, sometimes the laziness can come from just being from a mental issue. Yeah. I was depressed and lazy. Exactly. I was depressed and lazy. Yeah. I will tell you that. Yeah. Like, I was in bed. Like, there was not a reality program, reality TV show that you couldn't tell me about. Like, yeah. I was just lazy. Yeah. Um, because I was in a state of depression, and I didn't even realize I was in a state of depression. Um, but in preparation for this, I did do a little bit of homework on, like, what are some of the symptoms and or signs of being burnt out? Okay. So, um Losing passion, mm-hmm. losing energy or motivation for some of the things that like you used to be incredibly passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling exhausted, but being incredibly restless to the point where mm-hmm. you can't really like put yourself to bed and you can't like settle yourselves mm-hmm. yourself um, at night. Anxiety mm-hmm. is also a way in which um, you know being burnt out shows uh, shows up or manifests itself physically. Um, becoming highly irritable or easily mm-hmm. irritable is another um, sign. Uh, quick to burn, quick to boil, mm. quick to burn, but boil. Um, so picking fights with your partner, um, yeah. picking fights with your friends, mm-hmm. um, isolating behavior, mm. guilty, <laughs> going zero dark thirty. Right when you just <laughs> retreat and go into your own your own hole. Yeah. Um, Th- those are just some to name a few. And I've displayed most, if not all of those, <laughs> at some point in my life. I mean, it's the truth. It's yeah, the truth. It but you talk about like, okay, so just let's run it back because you talked mm-hmm. about, you know, the period in which you had kids and then you spent, what, five years, you said, yeah. kind of bouncing back from mm-hmm. Trying. birth and delivery, right? Mm-hmm. Um But there's something to be said about being on the other side of labor and delivery and having your kids be a little bit older. Because I do feel there's a sense of uh, reclaiming Mm -hmm. of who you are Mm -hmm. at this stage in age in life. Yes, for sure. And that's fun. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know... As we kind of approach this new season of our lives, I think that the reason why there may be a little bit less of all of those symptoms that you displayed Mm -hmm. is because we are able now to give back to ourselves, who we were. Yeah. Who were Kelly and Nicole before they were wives, Mm -hmm. before they were moms. Mm -hmm. Our children will always be our focal point. But I don't think there's anything wrong with being selfish and taking a little time At all. for ourselves as women. Wholeheartedly. And I think that kind of completes the circle of just not allowing yourself to be burnt out and really having that true self-care. And I know for me, like, when we talk about <clears throat> self-people, talk about self-care and throw that term around, it's just like, well, what actually is it? Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about the nails, but I'm like, just like, that stresses me out. Right. So self-care for is everybody really is different, but right. it's, for, it's different for everybody. Right. Some people may go to the nail salon and, mm-hmm. and love it mm-hmm. and love that quiet time and love people <laughs> keep clipping mm-hmm. their cuticles, child, and, <laughs> and drilling their nails. 
Mm-mm. Sorry. Don't do it. Sorry. That may be relaxing for a lot of people. Right. But what I've had to do is realize what is <clears throat> self-care for me. Yeah. And it's for me, it's quiet time. Mm. I love my quiet time. Yeah. I don't even necessarily, like, you know this. When I go to get my lashes done and I have, like, that hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half mm-hmm. to just kind of lay there, that stresses me if out. If Kelly could have her eyes open during the <laughs> lash appointment, she would. I would. I, if I can't, I, like, lay there right. on my back with my eyes closed. <laughs> drives me fucking crazy. I can't do that. For some reason, it just drives me crazy. Right. But for me, mm-hmm. self-care is just alone time. Yeah. You know, not being able to go in my room, close my door, and do whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. that I want to do. If I want to lay on my bed, if I want to put on some mindless TV, yeah. I do that. Whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. That's you. Just to clear my mind. Mm-hmm. That's self-care for me. Yeah. Right? And so I think everybody, every woman should find their definition of what self-care is and not get caught up in what other people's definition of self-care right. is. What it because looks it varies like. exactly <clears throat> for, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It varies for everyone. Like my version of self-care, full transparency, involves me putting on a swimsuit and just going and sitting in my backyard. You love that. Girl, putting on my Afro beats and blasting the music to the point where my neighbors get mad (laughs) and having a cocktail and just sitting on my mommy ledge with the umbrella up is everything. Yeah. And it's even better when I have close friends with me, but if not, it's just me. Yeah. And that has been a place where I've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. But, like, it grounds me. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel like I'm taking care of myself. I am at peace when I'm near water. Yeah. It's the island girl in me. Like, when I'm by and near or in water, I'm in heaven. I'm the one who's going to take a shower for, like, 30 <laughs> Not that water bill going to be, gas bill going to be through the roof. But like when I'm near water, I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as we kind of wrap up this part of the conversation, I think about um, when we first met. And then I, you know, I think about a conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago. Um, when we first met, when we talked about the first episode Uh, When we had our first episode in the bathroom of my house, um, one of the things we had said was like, you know, I think I was 41 at the time. um, And you had said like 40 where, like 41 where, Mm -hmm. like, like you're entering this era of just like, you know, skin's popping, even though I've been putting a lot of makeup on because of these episodes, child, my skin doesn't like me as much, but like skin's popping, body's popping, whatever, whatever, Mm -hmm. 40 where. And I was like, Oh, great. Yay. Thanks. Um, But I will tell you, when you do shift from being in that like high caregiver mode and your kids do get a little bit older, you do realize like you can invest in the things that like time wise, right, Mm -hmm. that like make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. And um, even now, right, like Kelly will always say, and this is the yin and yang for us. Like, I move and shake. Mm-hmm. Like, I move fast. And Kelly... <laughs> Baby, Kelly you can catch me in my bed, snuggled under Kelly the cover. Kelly moves, but doesn't move as fast. Mm-mm. And so, Mm-mm. like, I don't know what it is. And I I got maybe got to work on this because maybe it's just burnt out energy. Because, first of all, I'm a control freak. And I like to... I don't want to do things over again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'd rather do it, f- do it right, right the, first, the time. first time so I don't have to circle back and do it again. She hates me. What y'all. I feel like movers do is they just 
act so fast mm. that if they make a mistake, it's just like you have to figure it out on the back end. Yeah, on the fly. On the fly. I don't like that. I'd rather just control the mistakes. I'd rather not make a mistake. Mistake. So I'm more methodical but where's with the my lesson? movements. Where's the lesson? But, but this, this, this is the yin and the, the yang. yang. This yang. is the yin and the yang. We just kind of play off of each other's right. strengths. We do. we do. And it works. Yeah. So, you know, a good conversation around... Are you burnt out? I, I don't even want to put the part like, are you lazy? Because like every every woman has a different struggle. Yeah. Has a different struggle. There are a lot of circumstances that I believe are at play that contribute to the the mind frame that we have as women. It could be the age of your kids. It could be the dynamic that um, you have at work. It could be the dynamic that you have at home. Like I know for me personally, I had... I had a lot of things going on at home that just were um, that just weren't weren't right um, that weren't bringing out the best version of me. Many of things that I contributed to, but just many dynamic things that like I couldn't control. Um, and so, you know, I I say that like to be burnt out is. Um, you know, my prayer is that for everyone who is burnt out or feeling like that, that it's situational, right? And that you have the ability to control the circumstances that um, that you find yourself within. For me, like, part of what made me feel burnt out was the fact that, like, I was in a marriage where I wasn't happy, right? So I had to make a decision to leave that marriage. So um, that's where I am at this point in life, right? Where I'm choosing to... Do what's best for me. Do what's best for my kid. What's the, the chest of cat smile coming up? I swear, up? I just want to cry. I'm trying to stop from crying. Oh, don't cry, I'm babe. so proud of you right oh, now. Don't cry. I'm three glasses in. Could you know me? I'm sorry. I know. But just <laughs> don't keep cry. crying. I'm sorry. Don't cry. Because when you cry, I cry. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, I had to do what's best for me. And more importantly, I had to do what's best for my kids. Um, so I'm at a place right now where um, that's where my focus is on my kids my career, my passions, and my podcast, and um, our podcast. Sorry, you know it's okay. It's okay. I'm through I know what you mean. Um, so yeah, that's where we are, and um, I know that like the ring hasn't been on and all that stuff. So feel like it's important as we talk about like authenticity. That's like in self care. We've talked about this throughout the season. Felt like it was really important to do and to bring that to the table. Um, I am happy. I am really happy. Um, my kids are even happier because they have a happy mom. Um, because I'm not feeling burnt out. I'm not feeling exhausted. The time that I do have with them is so meaningful and so um, precious to me. And we just, we love our time together. So, um, yeah, that's the story. That's the story for me. Um, and I'll stop there. And I'll just say on this women's History Month day mm -hmm. that <laughs> March, whatever today is. I don't know if I can know. March the 13th. I am so proud of you. Aww. And we've had this conversation, I mean, forever about like when it will be revealed on the on the podcast. Yeah. And I just want to say that you you've done such a classy job Thanks, babe. of being your true and authentic self and just exposing the most dearest painful wow. hardest thing yeah that you have been going through and so i salute you yeah and of you, course i'm always here for you yeah and um i appreciate your your level of vulnerability you. so Thank love you boo you.
And we do this and we have these conversations. And when you realize that, like, the things in the conversations that you're talking about, like, do or don't apply to you, you got to take inventory. You got to take stock. And so it's real life people. It's real, real life. Yeah. Um, And if you feel that you are in a dynamic that does not um, allow you to show up as the best version of yourself, you've got to do what you've got to do for you. And if you have kids, more importantly, you got to do what you got to do for your kids. Um, so that you can be happy and more importantly, they can be happy because, you know, if you're happy, they'll be great. Mm-hmm, exactly. They'll be great. Yep. So let's transition to what's popping. Let's transition to what's popping. Tra- okay. So what's popping is going to be a lot lighter. Okay. Thanks. And more comical. <laughs> let's get back into the happy space. Yes, we're here. Okay. I'll go first. Please. Okay. I, I forgot I my I what's popping after I dropped this bomb. Exactly. Okay. So my what's <laughs> popping is... So, do you know the comedian Monique? Yes. So, it was revealed a few years ago that, like, Monique and her husband had an open relationship. Okay. And she was okay with it, and he was okay with it, mm-hmm. and she tried to explain it like she and her husband were just open to the experience and that we were crazy for thinking it was sexual. So, basically, she tried to make us feel like it wasn't just about sex, but mm. it was just about, like— Connection. The connection and the experience, right? Like, okay. he lets me know what he experiences, and I'll let him know what I experience. Mm. So, fast forward, 2023, Monique it's is saying <laughs> it was about sex. So, apparently, she had a guy who she was dating before she married her husband who mm-hmm. she did not want to stop having sex with. And so, she had a conversation with her husband to let him know that these were her feelings mm-hmm. and that this is something that <clears> she wanted to continue to do. To get his, I guess, approval. But in that approval, he said, well, if you are going to be doing this, then it's only fair that I am able to do it, too. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. freaking Luli. And I've had friends mm-hmm. who have been in open relationships in mm-hmm. the past. And I can tell you from just my experience yeah. with them, it did not turn out well. Yeah. For the exact reason why Monique is in the news right now. Mm. Because fast forward to 2023. Yeah. And Ms. Monique says she's at a different point in her life and she does not want to have an open relationship anymore. So not sure if her husband is on board or not. However, when you open Pandora's box, Mm -hmm. is it fair to want to close Mm. it even if your partner... Who agreed to go along this journey with you is not ready. So she entered into this marriage. Yeah. she. It was her idea. With the whole open. Yes. Okay. It was her idea. Hmm. So, okay. So these are two very different scenarios. If you enter into a marriage knowing that there's going to be an open element to your union, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you decide that you want to change it. Yeah. Um. That to me feels very bait and switch. I completely do. I completely understand why you'd want to do it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a bait and switch. Yeah. Um, now, if you're in a marriage and you're now having conversations and about going or opening up your marriage, that's a different story. Yeah. But if you enter into the union with the understanding that this is going to be an open marriage, right? And then you want to close it. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Don't start no stuff on Beano stuff. Even the latter, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Like even people that I know in my personal experience who have gotten married Mm -hmm. under the guise of like monogamy Mm -hmm. and then later on decided that they wanted to open their marriage. Mm -hmm. Well, in this particular 
situation that I'm talking about is a guy. Yeah. So a guy wanted to open his marriage while his wife is pregnant. Mm. Having the children, going through the years of suffering, <laughs> the suffrage <laughs> movement. <laughs> Women's Happy Women's History Month. <laughs> he decided to, he wanted to open the marriage. Well, when sis had her kids and bounced back and, you know, started to live her own life mm -hmm. and, and, and make good on the open marriage promise, he wanted to close it. Mm -hmm. But sis was just like, no. Yeah. Like, I'm enjoying this arrangement. The arrangement that you initiated, right. right? So is it fair that one partner wants to close it at any given point of the marriage who initially opened it? It's tricky. It's tricky. That's the only thing I can say is that it's tricky. Um, so I'm not here for the open marriage. I'm not. Like, I'm way too possessed. I'm a Taurus, y'all. Yeah. Like, I'm way too I'm possessive. Like, I just... Girl, what's mine is mine. Yeah. And... What's mine is mine. Mm -hmm. Like and it, like and what's his is mine. Right. <laughs> That's the level of possession. Right. So I just like I'm I, I would never walk into a marriage wanting community dizzle. Yeah. Um I would want like VIP exclusive status. Yeah. Um and I want my my situation to be exclusive and um VIP as well. So yeah, yeah I just I, I'm not the one to ask that question of like yeah. I, like I have had people that I've known who like own um, what are those clubs swinging clubs swinging club, and yeah. like the you memberships. go and you're like yeah the memberships yeah. and you go and you watch people have sex and stuff oh. like that I'm just like I think there was a part in my life where I was like oh I wonder what that would be like but then I think about it I'm like normally these are not people that I would want to want to watch <laughs> have sex anyway like, yeah, they're the they moving bellies out of the way and stuff. why you a porn child you then, porn fine. <laughs> What'd you say? You porn. Oh. Get your knees met, child. Like, you have to watch it in that person. That porn hub? You porn? I'm, I'm, child, I don't know. I'm, I'm not big on porn, child. <laughs> don't give me stuff. Like, I'm not. I told you I'm separated. So. <laughs> I'm We're going to cut this I'm part not a porn connoisseur. I'm not. I'm not a porn connoisseur. Anyway. So I, yeah, I, for me, it would be a no. It'd be okay. a no. Like, that wouldn't even be introduced into the conversation. Because yeah. I just... um. I'm way too greedy. I'm way too possessive. Like, I'm showing up to a relationship and wanting to be the corn star. Yeah. Like, in, in your life. So, no. I agree with you. And I also say, I'll also say this. Like, what's the point, child? Like, if you want to do that, just be single. I mean, to me, that's real. having your cake and eat it, too. Yeah. And... That's not what the vows are for. <laughs> like, mm. you know what I mean? And I know a lot of people, maybe I'm not mature in this space enough, child. No, I think you're enough. very mature, actually. I, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just feel like you make a decision mm. to go into a marriage, which is a huge commitment. I get it. Mm -hmm. Then you are forsaking all others. That is a mm. part of your vows to the Lord and to your family and your friends. And so I just feel to make the conscientious decision to say, okay, I'm going to marry you, but I still want to, mm. you know, have relations with him. Him and him and her. Mm -mm. I just think that it just Hers, doesn't make hours sense. and just hours, hours and hours. just be single. Yeah, just be single. That's my take on that. Or just consider just long term commitment. Long term commitment, right? Just like be committed, but don't get married. Okay, so that's another topic of discussion. So if you're a long term committed, then that means you can open up your long term. I'm commitment just saying, if we're talking well, about, you're not vows. talking about vows, right? Exactly. Right. That's true. That's right. true. Yeah. Okay. Something about Which my I was pop, popping. I was popping. Mm -hmm. um, there were a couple. 
One is really messy. Oh. Uh, what is it? I don't know. It's about Kevin Samuels. So I think this oh, is like the Lord. anniversary of his death. Here we child. go, child. It's the anniversary of his death. I know. So, Somebody posted something. Was it like his his uh, estate? The legacy continues. <laughs> this is what they posted. Does it? And well, the, I guess it does. And we're sitting here talking about a child. The question was, um, you know, are y'all tuning in? But I don't like to talk about a person in their death. So I just, I don't want to welcome that energy into this space. So I'll just go into the um, people with dry phones. <laughs> and that are lonely. What are you doing right now? <laughs> this made me giggle. But I can't stay in the internet because it just, you lose you lose what you're going to talk about. So, because if you save it, you can't go into the comments. Mm-hmm. But this was the other one that I had. Blueface. Mm-hmm. You know, Blueface allegedly is expecting a child with Krishan Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said that men mm-hmm. can have sex with thousands of women. Mm-hmm. And um, not be viewed as negative, mm. right? Not be viewed as gross. Yeah. But a woman who decides that she wants to have a similar amount of partners, yeah, that that lowers her stock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he acknowledges that a double standard does exist. Yeah. Between men it and does. women. And um, he said, you know, women... Like, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. You can literally make your way to Dubai without even, like, giving your cat away. Because it's the illusion of, like, what... what Could that potentially happen. Could potentially take yeah. place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, do you do you believe in the double standard? Do you... Yeah, I believe that a double standard exists. Mm-hmm. And Should it? Tamar Jack- no, it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Tamar Braxton just actually had this conversation mm-hmm. on, I think, The Breakfast Club. And yep. she said that she met a guy because she is divorced and mm-hmm. she's in the date on the dating scene. Yeah. And she said she met a guy who um, confessed mm-hmm. that he had slept with over a thousand women. Gross. And she was just so grossed out by the fact that he had slept with a thousand women. Mm-hmm. And she decided that, you know, that wasn't something that she wanted to pursue going forward. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yes, it's a double standard, but at the same time, women who have standards are still not going to accept the fact that just because you're a man, you know, you can go out, you, you go out and sleep with like mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of women. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just, I don't subscribe to that. I yeah. think a woman who has any standards and, you know, self-respect and decency mm-hmm. still won't, won't mess with a man who, yeah. who has slept with like a whole bunch of women. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Like, I, there's no level of curiosity around that. <laughs> In, in my mind, I'm just afraid about what could potentially be spread. Yeah. Like, like, what's the point? A thousand men. Like, you've slept with a thousand women? You In numbers. Just think about that. They were talking, like, just in numbers. Mm-mm. Think of how many people that that is. That's, that's a lot that's of cootie cat. That's a lot of cootie cat. I it's good, but it, I mean, it ain't that different, child. But that also, to me, sounds like sex addiction. That is. That could possibly it's be a sex addiction. Very Trey songs. Addiction, child. Um, which was Trey Song. It was a whole no- that was another what's popping that I wanted to bring up. What's wrong with Trey Songs, child? Up, that he is the next R. Kelly, just give it 10 years. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that hope like 
No, they said that he creep level on a thousand. Like he he creep engaged. Level? Yeah, so it's not underage girls as much. Um, in some cases, potentially, but not as um, not as crazy as R. Kelly. Not like as intentional as R. Kelly. Yeah, but creep level is on a thousand with Trace. Yeah. So they said, yeah, give it give it ten years. You might not even need ten years, but like give it a little bit of time. Like there's going to be a surviving Trace song. Well, I feel sure. where there's smoke, there's fire, mm-hmm. and there has been like a lot of little comments coming out mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. on this man, and I don't know why. You know, it's and it's the culture yeah. that it takes so <clears throat> long for women to be believed when they mm-hmm. talk about sexual misconduct with a man, particularly a, a famous and rich man. Yeah. It takes a very long time for there to be belief and then ultimately justice. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, sometimes, you know, not everybody is a Me Too movement. I will say that. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a fine line mm-hmm. between sexual misconduct and Crime. someone someone who was consensual and then got mad mm-hmm. and wanted to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Punish or hurt mm-hmm. or whatever an individual. And I believe yeah. that happens as well. Yeah. I'm a middle of the world person yeah. type of person. But with him, I do believe there's when they, where there's smoke, there's fire, mm-hmm. and there have been a lot of women, even including Kiki, Kiki Palmer, Palmer, who yeah. I love, who is so mm-hmm. unproblematic yeah. that I'm just like, if she's saying something, something must be something up. must be up. But mm-hmm. these men, they just you know, and I think again, it's hard to to draw a line between the women that I just described who mm-hmm. just kind of go along with or whatever, and then the women who have those standards mm-hmm. and have those boundaries, who's not willing to just accept. Yeah whatever sexual advances that you're giving them because of who you are. And I think men have a very hard time distinguishing between the two, and that's how they get themselves caught up in a whole lot of trouble. Real quick. Real quick. Yeah. I feel like the conversations for our sons, Like I think that's the conversations that we have with our children as well. You know what I mean? Absolutely, because a woman can start being, she can start, being okay with whatever it is that's happening. Yeah. Right. And feel comfortable. And then all of a sudden realize, no, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. It doesn't feel right. Stop. Or like, I don't want this to be a part of my story. And they say, stop to your point. And at that point, no means no. Ain't no convincing. None. Ain't no convincing None. that's happening to try and change the mind. Her mind. If she says no, it's no. And if then- you've wined her, dined her, pay for a, an expensive, mm-hmm. sweet, all the things, and it seems like she's on board. The minute she says stop, stop. It's a wrap. It's, it's a wrap. wrap. That's it. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I know I've learned like five what's poppins in this little <laughs> section. Did, like, but like, we'll see what happens like, with this whole Trey Songs thing because like, it's interesting. People who used to hang around him don't hang around with him anymore. Chris Brown completely cut ties and they're both really? from like VA. Um 50 Cent, like, he said stuff like, I'll hang around him because he don't know how to handle himself when he's around women, right? There are, like, award shows where, like, he's been um, on camera and has announced award winners, and he had a creepy moment where he was like, because you know I always get behind, you know, a female, and, like, there was a female that was, like, co-announcing with him, and she got, he got behind her, 
it was like whispering in her ear. It's all on camera. Like it's just big it's creep factor. It's high creep factor. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, conversations we need to make sure that we have with our boys. With our so boys, that, like, absolutely. That shit don't happen. Yeah, like that shit, that. <laughs> no cut means it. no. Cut it. No like there's no. a thousands of women out there like, and for find our, another one. For our baby boys. Find another one. For our baby boys. It won't be hard to come. <laughs> it won't. That's why I got to have conversations with these ninjas mm-hmm. early. Because what we not we not doing is that we're I'm not, not being, walking. In, I'm not walking into a courtroom no. in a trench coat with black sunglasses. All with my hair blowing in the wind. Better than this, baby. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, we not. I mean, I will be by your side, but I'd rather not have to be by your side. For yeah, that we're not dealing with that kind of bullshit. So. Okay, so that's the episode. You are not lazy, sis. You are just burnt Turned out. out. Make sure you are pouring into yourself. Absolutely. You are identifying what self-care looks like for, for you. you. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught up in what it looks like on the internets because what looks like self-care for one might not be self-care for you. Tap into what that is. Make sure you're there for yourself. If you have kids, make sure you're there for those babies Absolutely. and you're showing up as the best version of yourself and move away from things that, that prevent you from showing up as the best version of yourself. <laughs> Friends, family, whatever the case may be. So if they want to follow us, Kels, where can they find us? Follow us on IG at Champagne Wives Podcast and on TikTok at Champagne Wives. Underscore podcast. Underscore. <laughs> you can tell who the social All I know is IG. And that's all that matters. Right. That's all that matters. That's all YouTube, that matters. watch the videos. Y'all yes. love that. Not um, only watch, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe to our yeah. videos. Please, y'all. Because there's content. Lots yeah. of content. Um, yeah. Y'all love the last episode. I was really surprised to see the numbers. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. People love the conversation that yeah. we had last week. We're gonna... Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes. Sorry. Yes. No, absolutely. And we're going to keep bringing content like this to y'all um, every single week until we wrap this up at this season. So yep. thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will see y'all next week. Same time, same place. Bye, y'all. Bye.